Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. You look good. Thanks. Your hands are moisturized. They are. Yeah. I did that whole wax dip in the paraffin. Paraffin dip. Yeah. Yeah. It's all nice. Right. Feels all soft now. All right. We're ready to start. Oh, we are. There's no Disney Parks blog news today. No, there's not. So we're going to jump right into Disneyland. Um, the Magic Happens Parade has returned, marking its first performance since October of 2023. That's right. It is back to performance times at 3 p.m. and 5.30 p.m. only on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, on Monday through Thursday, it will perform once per afternoon. And I think the time varies at either 3 p.m. or 5.30 p.m. Okay. Um, so what time is the 3 p.m. parade? It could be 5.30. <laughs> We're not quite sure. Uh, there have been a few updates to the parade. Apparently, some of the uh, costumes have changed uh, slightly. Uh, you know, I don't know that you're that big a fan that you need to know it. Uh, and a float dedicated to Coco has uh, a new paint job and some additional flowers applied. Cool. Um, the only reason this float went away is for the Christmas parades. Okay. Uh, so it has returned, uh, and magic happens once again in Disneyland. Very nice. Jumping over to California Adventure, a new billboard-like sign has been installed on the back of the building where guests meet Baymax and San Francisco Square. That's right. It's a Japanese road sign. Okay. So it's written in both Japanese and English, mm -hmm. uh, and it does give a little bit of direction. It points you toward, towards uh, Cochina Cucamonga, the Aunt Cass Cafe, Luck and, Lucky Fortune Cookery, and the San Francisco Makers Market. Very nice. It just seems like they keep adding little elements to this land. Mm -hmm. In the form of signs. Right. And they, you know, they keep calling it plussing up the area with these additional signs. Now it, it does look cool. I mean, it's not something you would typically notice, but because we go over every change and detail, right. now you all know. It's in there. And that's all the news of note, or mostly of note. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> from California. So let's head on over to Florida. And see what's going on in Walt Disney World. All right. We have the updated hours for the week of February 18th to the 24th at all of the um, parks except for Epcot. Epcot has no changes. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a guest that I'm planning their trip uh, in April mm -hmm. uh, earlier today. And I was talking about, you know, here's the park hours. But then I had to explain to them that <laughs> like about before. three weeks, two to three weeks before right. you travel, they're going to change these hours completely. Well, so, com not completely. You well, get they, an hour they extra. add some extra yeah. hours. And it, it's nice that they add the hours, but it would be nice if two months out they mm. gave you the schedule. Um, so Magic Kingdom uh, is now open, let's see, until 10 p.m. on February 19th and 22nd and 11 p.m. on February 18th, 21st, 20, uh, 18th, 20th, 21st, 23rd, and 24th. Uh, on Friday, the 23rd. Third and Saturday the 24th, the park will open at 8 a.m. Oh, long day. Yeah, very long day. Over at Hollywood Studios, uh, the park was previously scheduled to be open from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. It will now open at 8.30 of, uh, every day. And at Animal Kingdom, it was scheduled to be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it will now stay open until 8 p.m. Wow. on February 18th through the 20th, the 23rd and 24th. And on February 21st and 22nd, it will stay open until 7 p.m. Okay. So, you know, That's always... after dark, right? I mean, 8 o'clock in yeah, February. 8 o'clock in February is mm -hmm. after dark. So a good thing to remember is that if you are a Disney Resort guest, you get in one half hour prior to the scheduled opening time. And uh, if you're going to be in Animal Kingdom after dark, it's great because you get to see Pandora 
uh, which has a lot of bioluminescent nice at features night, yeah. at night. Yeah, I think the whole park is, well, not the whole park, but there's definitely um, aspects of the park that are really pretty at, at night that you yeah. wouldn't otherwise get to see. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there's some very cool news, and it's actually related to Lowe's Home Improvement. Okay. Uh, which we normally don't do home improvement no, we news don't. here. Uh, but it is related to the Haunted Mansion. And apparently a group has leaked that there will be new yard decorations based on the Beheaded Knight animatronic figure. All right. Uh, and a Master Gracie uh, gravestone. Okay. So uh, the animatronic is going to be six feet tall and is reportedly costing just shy of $300. All right. Uh, but, but it is very cool. Sure. I don't think we're getting one, but it's exciting. You never let me have the fun no, stuff. No, I don't. As we know, they are working uh, diligently over at Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, we talk about milestones. Um, I think this next story here uh, is quite a milestone for work on the ride. Yeah, that's right. They've added more vines to the legs that's of Tiana's Foods Water Tower. Stop. That's uh, not what the I was vines say. wrap around the legs up to the height of the scaffolding that's currently there. Is that what you think I was talking about? No. What okay. Cheryl's talking about is that they've actually done a water test. Uh, on the ride. Now, it's funny that you consider this a milestone because it's essentially the same attraction that Splash Mountain was. They did nothing to the flume component other than add some new foliage around it and reshape the top of the mountain. I think for me, it's just that if you were walking by... And you heard the water. Right. Right. That would be a big deal to me. Now, when you hear the water and hear a boat coming down it... That's even more so. Then we're getting really close. (laughs) I just wonder how much of that testing they have to do now because it's not a new attraction. No. You know, so do they have to do the whole thing where they're testing it with sandbags and then they test it with real people? Maybe not as and, much. And then they open a cast holder, a uh, cast member preview. And then well, they I do mean, an they'll do that. Pass holder, annual cast holder preview. We qualify for that now. Yeah, we'll see when that opens. Yeah, so um, as Cheryl said, it, it's kind of a milestone. They've turned the water on. <laughs> Temporarily. Temporarily. It does look a lot different. If you're used to seeing Splash Mountain, it was a very bare uh, desert kind of mountain, mm-hmm. uh, and this is very lush so and pretty. green yeah. and uh, verdant, as the word Ooh, goes. Yeah, big word. SAT word. Very SATs. nice. The build your own lightsaber experience in Tatooine Traders at Hollywood Studios has returned to allowing guests to build the lightsaber on their own without cast member help. Yeah, after the parks reopened from COVID in 2020, they heavily modified the lightsaber building experience. Uh, to accommodate for physical disting requirements and sanitizing. They only allowed a couple of guests at a time to build a lightsaber. You got a single bin of parts that were brought to you from a cast member. Aww. And now it's just a free-for-all once nice. again. good. Um, the fun thing with that is there's always kids, like, building a lightsaber that they have no intention of buying. Okay. Uh, so there's always kids around there. Uh, but I have a quick question for you. Yes. What is uh, Tatooine? Um, it's... A, it's either a city or a planet. It's a planet. It's a planet. Okay, it's a planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the significance in the Star Wars movies? No. It's Luke Skywalker's uh, home. Okay. Do you know how many sons they have? Uh, six. Two. All right. You then. were close. <laughs> you were close. So welcome back, uh, self-service lightsaber building. Fantastic. Ice cold hydraulics has been painted on the side of the new uh, Grand Adventure Coke kiosk at Hollywood Studios. You know, some might say that's the Grand Avenue Coke kiosk. What did I say? Grand Adventure. I mean, it is sort of an adventure. It is an adventure. You, know, you have to wait in a line. You never know how crazy the person in front of you is. That's it. Could be you. <laughs> um, so we've known for a few months that they are building a new building on Grand Avenue, which is the area near the Muppets uh, courtyard, mm-hmm. kind of across from the Muppet courtyard and Pizza Rizzo. 
They're putting in the new building. It's supposed to be a new Coca-Cola hut. Mm. Uh, hence the ice-cold hydraulics sign going on the building. Um, it is. Uh, it faces the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge sign, um, but it does state that it is ice-cold hydraulics in Los Angeles, California. So um, it's supposed to be a beverage stand. Well, good. We were just talking about Animal Kingdom at night and how pretty Pandora is in the dark. Um, The bioluminescent walkways there are getting a refresh. They are. They're getting a new coat of paint. Uh, The area is painted with UV reactant paint uh, on the walkways. Um, Of course, you know, in that Florida sun, the paint fades awful fast. So these walkways get refreshed a couple times a year. Um, And uh, it's really something to see if you've not seen Pandora at night. Kind of like Galaxy's Edge. I feel like they're building these lands uh, that have two looks. There's right. a night look and a day look. Mm-hmm. And, and to some extent, even Toy Story Land uh, is different at night with all the, the large-scale Christmas lights that Andy has strung up in his backyard. Yep. Um, it's it's just a whole different scene. And I don't think you get that in a lot of areas of the park. No. But those those three lands, you definitely do. Yeah. You know where I found that the most? Where's that? Was um, in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, in... Uh, California Adventure mm-hmm. in Cars Land. Okay. That oh, at night is amazing. Cars Land is probably the best themed land that I have ever seen. Now, yes. I've only been to Disneyland and Disney World, mm-hmm. um, but it blows away Galaxy's Edge. I think it so. It blows away uh, Pandora. Um, you know, I, I used to think that Bell's Castle, when you went to be our guest, mm-hmm. was kind of like stepping into the scene of a movie, right. of an animated movie. But when you go into Cars Land, I, you feel like you are in a Pixar film. Yeah, it's extremely and, well done. Yeah, and then at night, it's just it's got so many shadows and and light it's features all the, and neon. Yeah, all the neon it's, lights. It's yeah. amazing. It's great. You know, talk about stories where we get into the minutia. I guess, but I feel like this is a big story yes. about the cake bake shop at the boardwalk. Right. Um, you know. You have to have windows or your $16 slices of cake are going to get rained on. That is true. So they have installed windows at the Cake Bake Shop. Yeah, unfortunately, the windows that they've installed are on the second floor. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what you call this. It's the second floor of the building that juts out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much smaller than the, the first floor of the building. So you think that doesn't need windows? No, it does need windows because it lets the natural light in. But uh, Or the rain if you don't have windows. If you don't have windows, yes. You don't want your cake getting rained on. So um, the roofing still has some sheathing on it. But as Cheryl mentioned, they now have windows and uh, a bit of all-weather vinyl protection around the walls. I um, just, I really don't understand. If this was going up in Shelton, Connecticut, the thing would have been up in like three months. Right. So I don't know why it's taking so long over there. All right. No idea. (laughs) I have no idea either. It's just, it's the longest construction project ever. And speaking of which, it must be something in the area. Yeah, the Blue Ribbon Corndog Stand is now preparing for light lighting installation. That's right. Not even getting lights installed, preparing (laughs) for lighting installation. Um, We saw when they painted the building, there were actually some uh, power cables, light cables probably hanging out of the back end of the building. We didn't mention that in our story because I didn't feel it appropriate at the time. Uh, but now knowing that we are preparing for oh, lighting, yes. uh, we can mention that those wires were uh, readied 
Um, and uh, hopefully at some point in 2027, the Blue Ribbon Corn Dog stand opens. You know what I think it is? What's that? I think they have three construction guys assigned to the entire bar- boardwalk area. Mm-hmm. And I think half of the time they're fixing, uh, I don't know. Boardwalk. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. They're, they're, they're fixing boards on the boardwalk. And the, you know, 20% of the time they're they're uh, doing work on the cake bake shop. And then when everyone leaves and the last guy wants a little bit of uh, overtime, he stops over at the Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs to do some lighting installs. Well, God forbid they get another <laughs> tenant going into Big River Grill and Brewing Company Forget because, it. you know, there's another empty restaurant uh, that they're going to have to work on yep. eventually. You know what's coming together at a much more vigorous speed than the cake bake shop? What is that? The DVC Tower at the Polynesian Village Resort. Yes, it is coming along. And our story here is that they have uh, made significant painting progress uh, in applying some cream brown paint to the building. We had mentioned previously that there was some primer on both sides. Well, now it looks like we're getting into some actual color uh, of the building. Uh, The building itself looks to be fully completed. All of the uh, patio doors are in. They managed to put in their windows in in a reasonable amount of time. Yes. Well, you know, this is not the Carolyn Rogers DVC tower. No. (laughs) Um, If it were, it would take forever. Um, But uh, they have put in some permanent, uh, they have not yet put in some permanent balcony railings. Um, so that, that really is all they need to do. And these things look ready to be fitted, uh, yeah, right. soft gonna, goods. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I would say this is open by, by maybe this is definitely open by Christmas. Yeah. I would say that's probably about right. It still mm-hmm. needs landscaping too. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a full building. Yep. And speaking of hotels, uh, you know, we mentioned last week there was a permit filed for Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah. Well, this week in Orlando, there was a Megacon event, which is a, you know, pop uh, science fiction comic book kind of convention. Mm -hmm. And Anthony Daniels, who plays... C-3PO. Good job, uh, was there. And he mentioned that he had actually filmed some C-3PO footage for the Galactic Star Cruiser. Mm. Now, nobody knows if this was for the Galactic Star Cruiser prior to it closing. Mm -hmm. Um, There had been some rumor about maybe them changing up the storylines. But the clip that was released of him uh, in the recording session was actually while the Galactic Star Cruiser was being built. So... Uh, you know, maybe the plan was to do uh, different eras on maybe, yeah. the Star Cruiser, but they never got around to that. And perhaps it could be used in whatever they plan to do with it. A lot of speculation there. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the Galactic Star Cruiser, the entry port that was in um, Galaxy's Edge, where uh-huh. you used to come in off of the shuttle, yeah. they've now turned that into the Capture Your Moment photo check-in. Okay. Um, people had been leaving little tributes to the Galactic Star <laughs> Cruiser there, and they had to close that area right. off. Um, but now that it is being manned by cast members, they have opened it up and made that the check-in area. That makes sense. And in entertainment news, we just have one sad story. Uh, Carl Weathers, uh, at the age of 76, passed away over the weekend. Uh, I guess late last week, maybe Friday, Friday. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, you may know him as Apollo Creed from Rocky. Uh, most recently, he was known as Grief Karga from The Mandalorian. Um, and he was nominated for a 2021 Primetime Emmy for that, for guest actor in a drama series. Nice. Uh, he actually uh, also has another role. He was Combat Carl in Toy Story of Terror and oh, Toy Story 4. Okay. Uh, so he has been uh, animated before. Um he also has a Super Bowl commercial that he was doing with uh, Gronk. 
Oh. Um, and that will uh, need to be modified uh, prior to the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, but uh, passed away age 76. Passed away in his sleep. That's okay. the way to go. I'll take it. I hope to go in my, in my sleep. I just hope the passengers in my car are not uh, upset <laughs> by that fact. Hey, you know, if you have Hulu, you know what you have to look out for now? What? Sharing your password. Uh, Disney has notified their uh, Hulu customers on January 31st that they are changing the subscriber agreement and it will officially forbid them from sharing Hulu login details with anyone who doesn't live in their primary residence. Um, Disney Plus has implemented a similar restriction. Uh, Netflix is going after folks as well. That kicked off in 2023. Um, you know, it, it, it makes me question, like, what constitutes living with you? Right. You know, we have a daughter in college. Mm-hmm. Her primary residence is our house. Right. She could be thousands of miles away across the country. Right. Does she not get to log in? Right. Um, so it's it's interesting to see what happens. Um, they're saying that you must have, you may not share your subscription outside of your household. Uh, and the household means collections of devices associated with your primary personal residence that are used by the individuals who reside therein. So... Um, Still not very clear when it comes to uh, family members who are out on their own, sort of, but still being supported by you. Exactly. Can you just see it now? You you go to prison, you ask your cellmate what you're in for, <laughs> and uh, he says, I was, I was sharing my Hulu account. Well, that is the, uh, that's the roommate you want. Yeah. That's enough Disney news. Let's head on over to Universal. All right. A complimentary 2024 Mardi Gras magnet is now available to Universal Orlando annual pass holders. That's right. The new complimentary magnet is available while supplies last. It's a circular magnet that reads Universal Orlando pass holder with a purple background and a pink border. The magnet can be picked up in the annual pass holder lounge in Toon Lagoon at Islands of Adventure or at Five and Dime in Universal Studios, Florida, uh, from uh, park opening to park close. Other Mardi Gras perks for pass holders include extra discounted food and beverage card, exclusive merchandise, a special parade viewing area, exclusive menu items, and hotel room discounts. Mardi Gras International Flavors of Carnival runs from February 3rd through April 7th. Okay, good. I must say that Universal has the edge on pass holder perks. Yes, but who wants to be a pass holder there? I know, but I I like a special viewing area. Could you imagine if Disney gave us a special parade viewing or fireworks viewing area? How nice that would be. Yeah, but they don't really have fireworks, and their parades are like, people aren't lining up an hour before for their parade. All right. You know what I mean? Yep. Speaking of Mardi Gras, what else is going on at Universal? Oh, I didn't realize we were recording that. Um, <laughs> what is going on? Uh, the Cursed Coconut Club has returned with a reference to Darkest Deal for Universal Mardi Gras. That's right. Cursed Coconut Club is a themed venue on the upper floor of CityWalk. Uh, the club was open for annual pass holders on February th- uh, 3rd for a pass holder preview. And, uh, you know, it's once again had this overlay for uh, Mardi Gras. And the Darkest Deal component is uh, something that the fans of Halloween Horror Nights might recognize because... The character is Pine Straw Spruce uh, from The Darkest Deal. He made a deal with the devil to achieve fame, uh, and he is now a part of the Cursed Coconut Club. That's kind of cool. So very heavily themed, fun place to stop in, maybe get a beverage or a bite to eat. Yeah, I kind of wish we had gone in when we were there. Maybe next time. 
There is a new monster makeover experience at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. It's a new $125 monster makeover experience. It's at the Five and Dime at Universal Studios Florida, and they have a boutique set up in the back room there to do it. There are 37 options to choose from. Uh, You need to visit the Five and Dime to make a reservation. They do not currently have an option to book online. Um, They will do a full face for $125 and a half face for $65. Um, Essentially, you're getting face painted to be a monster. Right, which is like really cool for Halloween Horror Nights, but I don't know about, you know, like a regular Tuesday in uh, February. Right. But, you know, I guess for those adults who want an experience that you can't get elsewhere. Yeah. You know, it's a little more than face painting. There's airbrush work being done and uh, it's kind of creepy. But it's it's just kind of like a bippity-boppity boutique for adults. <laughs> I doubt. You know? A gruesome bippity-boppity boutique. Right. The Universal Legacy Store signage has been removed in preparation for the Interactive Epic Universe Preview Center. And do you know what else I heard? What? They're preparing for lighting. Nice. Yes. Um, The Universal Legacy Store closed in early January. They have fully removed that signage from the building. Uh, And we did mention previously that that is where the Interactive uh, Epic Universe Preview Center is going to be going. Uh, There is no date on which that is scheduled to open. Um, but it will be a place you can go and check out uh, what's coming to Epic Universe. Yeah, neat. Hotels, restaurants, and theme parks. Right. All right, well, that's all the news for today. We'll be back on Wednesday, and until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 